It's not what you're doing. It's the intention and motivation in which you're doing it with. That really matters in my opinion. Hello there. Welcome to the Thriving Family Podcast. It's Teresa and Barbara, and we're so happy you're here. We're grateful that you're taking the time to hang out with us and a supportive space to fill your cup and elevate your life. We are here to remind you that you are amazing and you are needed and that you are the rock star of your family and household. Consider us your cheerleaders and all things that bring joy into your life. As your friends, no subject is off limits. We have conversations with amazing guests and experts in all areas, including awkward subjects that not a lot of people talk about. Anything from finding your joy and inspiring possibilities to anti-aging tips and spicing up our sex lives. And relationships, self-love and confidence, especially relating to school-aged and older kids. If you're at the baby, toddler or kindergarten stage, check out the Baby Bumps to Littles podcast. We're your friends and your community because we're on this journey together. It takes a village and we're here to remind you that we're never alone in parenting. This podcast is made possible by amazing listeners like you, and we provide new content on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. Follow us on Instagram at Thriving Family Podcast for daily reminders and fun ideas. Subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Leave a review and share it with someone who needs to hear it. Let's get started creating the life we want your relationship with money or your money mindset treating you? Well, money is such a sticky subject. And so we were so thrilled to have on the money maven herself, Gabrielle Forleo. She is such a powerhouse and has the best energy. We love how she looks at money and how easily you can make a mind shift around your relationship with money. It's a definite must listen and enjoy. Gabrielle, we are so excited to have you on today. You are one of the people that I was introduced to on social media, which is such an awesome platform for finding amazing magnetic people like yourself. And I'm just so grateful to be speaking with you here in person and sharing your magic with our audience. Oh, I love it. And I, you know, how cool is it that like a platform like Instagram uh, can bring you together with amazing, you know, like-hearted people from literally around the world. I mean, I, I know a lot of, there's a lot of negative things said about social media, but I have to say, I have just built like the most amazing community of women around the world. And I feel so grateful to be here with you today. Ah, and I love that you said that because it is so true that there is such negativity about the platforms, but it's, it's when you start following the people that bring you joy and that you align with like yourself. And then it's like bringing pieces of joy and nuggets, all these awesome nuggets in my life. And I, it's so great that it's able to do that. And I, if you can share with our audience, because your journey is so amazing of how you started becoming a money mindset coach Mm -hmm. and really helping women find their own and like their light inside. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think social media is a lot like money um, in that it is, it's a neutral energy, right? And so it's waiting for you to decide what you want it to be in your life, right? And in terms of how I became, you know, a money mindset coach, I worked for Deepak Chopra um, for 17 years. I was the all-time leading salesperson for the Chopra Center over, you know, $38 million of sales. Also the lead yoga instructor, um, speaker and meditation instructor in our, our worldwide wide retreat. So I've literally traveled all around the world, you know, teaching spirituality, meditation and yoga, well-being techniques 
And then also selling, right? So I have kind of like an uncommon perspective of being really grounded in the teachings of well-being and spirituality, and then also sales and money, right? And so I really noticed a theme during, you know, literally working with like 10,000 clients over that span is that there was a thing um, with money, (laughs) Um, particularly like women in money that was a little bit deeper than like the green stuff itself but more of like a mindset of really how um, women spoke about money to me, you know, all people really, but also women spoke about money, kind of how they felt about money, um, conversations about money. And ultimately, you know, it just became something that I really wanted to create more freedom in women's lives so that they have more time, you know, to spend with their families, to enjoy their lives. Um, And again, money being this neutral energy, we can really decide that money gets to be that powerful force in our lives to give us more of what I think women really want, which is like time to enjoy their, their lives, their beautiful lives. And I love that you brought up freedom because I think it is such, that's such a perfect word coinciding with money and money. When you bring it up, it's like, you can feel the air shift in a room sometimes. And it's like, people are bringing their, their issues, how they were raised with money. I know raising kids myself, I'm very aware of any issues I'm giving them. So I'm trying to watch my verbiage around the energy of money. And it's just a sticky subject, which we love talking about those, those messy, sticky subjects. So I'm just excited because I don't know one person really that is just, unless they were born affluent and they haven't had any money issues thus far, that isn't kind of a little sticky in some sort of way about money. And I'd be surprised. I mean, um, you know, I had a client at one point in my time for the company I previously worked with. And, you know, she was like literally the one, you know, one of the richest people in the world. Um, and so often these people also have money stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and really yeah. what I found is like, you know, just because you have a certain amount of money doesn't mean that you feel safe with money or trust yeah. money um, or don't stress about money constantly. I've actually found it has like literally nothing to do with how much actual money you have in terms of how you feel about it, which is what I'm more passionate about yeah. uh, regardless of the actual amount of money. And I'm no Suze Orman. Like, I'm not going to tell you how to invest your money, um, what to do with it. There's plenty of people that will help you with that, but I'm here to help you feel better um, and safer about money so that you can start to trust it you know, will be there for you. Like that best girlfriend who you call and she's always there. Um, I do believe money can really show up in that same way. Um, once you kind of shift uh, your feelings about it. I, I like this a lot because it is that r- kind of relationship. One of your posts that really resonated with me because I'm a visual person, but when you said that like abundance or money is like a It's not like a, oh, if someone starts doing affirmations about abundance or bringing more money into their life, which most people want more money in their life to make their life easier and be able to do what they want to do. But you said, you know, if someone does it once and they're, they're frustrated that it doesn't work, you said, look at it like a vitamin instead of a painkiller where a painkiller works really fast and a vitamin needs to get into your system and like really start doing bigger things. And I loved this so much because you have a great way. And I think that's what it takes is someone coming 
and talking about a big subject with joy and like making it digestible. And you do such a wonderful job at this. And I just thought that was such a good example of how you kind of retrain the brain of like your mindset. It's just so good. I love that one. Thank you. I mean, I do get a lot of like DMs of like, you know, when am I going to have to stop work? You know, when do I get to stop working on this? You know, like when will this like be fixed, you know? And it's like, Oh, you know, like bad news, like never really. I mean, you know, if you stop working out and eating healthy, you stop receiving the benefits of that lifestyle, you know, not overnight, not immediately if you've done it for a long time. But the truth is it's a daily thing. Um, It's a daily shifting. Um, And so it is like that vitamin, that multivitamin that you take for the rest of your life. You know, not even me, I still do money stuff um, daily, you know, look at my fears around money, things that are coming up. It's not that you're broken and need to fix yourself. It's just more like every day you get to show up kind of like reframing those feelings about money. And it's, it's a continuous journey is the truth. And that's so good to point out because I think people are so used to, or think that they can just, and then it works the rest of their life. And it is, it's just that daily practice. And I, and you are so good about posting your affirmations. And last week you had a not, or was it last week or the week before you had an unfortunate happening? It's still in it, but it was last Monday. Yes. I hired a company to come in and hang a TV and they broke a water line and flooded our entire home. And so it was funny though, because I really realized that, I mean, and and I told a story about like, my dad is like the cheapest person on the planet. Um, Like he literally tried to get me into Disney world with like the 12 year old ticket price when I was like 26. (laughs) Like he, he um, is very, very cheap. And so I still have those like cheap tendencies um, in my DNA. Right. And I do have to like watch them um, because ultimately like hiring the cheapest company to install my TV, it had a pretty high cost to it. And ultimately I'm not going to have to like in the end pay for any of this damage, but you know what? It cost me a lot of like sanity and time and like spaciousness. I had to, you know, it's still ongoing. Our walls, I, I, you know, I don't have walls in, in much of my home. And so it's like, wow, maybe when it comes to home improvement, finding the best deal and hiring the cheapest person isn't actually the way to go. <laughs> well, yeah. And I love, I love how you bring up and it's a good example of how we all have whatever our issues are that stickiness is and being like, Oh, hello issue. Okay. I I did this. Okay. Let's be aware of it. So next time, or that I'm worthy of, because I think, like you said, women for the most part have the harder men are like, yeah, I should be like, they, I feel like energetically more likely to be like, yep, I'm going to, I'm good. I'm confident. I abundance come. They're just more aligned where women are like, Oh, am I worthy? Like, is it too much? I don't want to be too sure. We just more cerebral, I think about it and emotional. I mean, you know, more than me about it, but are Mm -hmm. most of your clients, women that you work with? I only work with women personally. I mean, anyone can buy one of my digital courses. I mean, you know, but in terms of like my coaching and group programs, I really only work with women personally. And I love men and, you know, there's a a lot of resources for men. Although I will say um, in terms of like mindset, like what really is 
mindset. Ultimately, it's our, you know, beliefs and thoughts and feelings about something that ultimately drive our actions, right? Like that's what mindset is. And it's essentially claiming that a lot of what's going on in our lives is below the surface, right? Like not what we're doing, but a large portion of it is, you know, how we're thinking and what we're believing and what we're feeling, right? And when it comes to money, I think it's important to recognize that women are kind of new to the game in actuality is the truth, right? So 1970s is, you know, when women could um, have a credit card and, and take a line of credit out if they, you know, by themselves without being like married or having a father do that for them. So that's pretty recent if you think about it. Being able to have a credit card, buy property, have your own bank account. Um, these are actually pretty recent things for women. And so when you think about beliefs, a lot of them are like inherited, right? It's kind of like your DNA. Like you didn't just get like your beautiful eyes from your mom or your grandma. You probably also inherited some of the ways that she thinks and believes about things as well. And so when it comes to money, we're kind of new to this game of feeling really confident with it, feeling like we can have it by ourselves you know, without maybe like a male influence. And it makes a lot of sense. Nothing's wrong with you for feeling that way. Um, Because probably your mom and your grandmother, you know, and your great grandmother had a very, very different experience um, with money than you. Um, And so some of our beliefs get to change um, as well, I think, in order to have the results that we really want when it comes to money. Oh, that's so good. And it is, and it's funny when you do your posts, which are so awesome and fun and entertaining and joyous, just like you are. I love that when you start talking about things, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a basis for so much in your life and especially money. And so when someone comes to you or what's the kind of starting off, jumping off point for someone to get, start working on their mindset for our audience that's, you know, whether they're working or they're, you know, their job is a stay-at-home mom or, and they don't feel aligned with it or in control of it, or if they are working and they just, I feel like even myself, I, my husband's very generous and is like our money, but I feel that I can definitely own more, just my power in that CFO of the household whatever that, you know, and so what are some of the tips you share with your clients of how to kind of get in that daily practice? Like you say, a multivitamin, Mm -hmm. you know, getting that nourishment and being like fixing our relationship or, you know, mending those hereditary things that have traveled on through us with our, our money relationship. Such a good question. I'm going to open this because I feel like it's so dark all of a sudden. I know know my son keeps shifting and you have the most gorgeous plants in your house. It's I love all the plants. Oh, I'm a huge plant person. And right now there's about 75 plants in my office. I love it. So such a good question. I was chatting with one of my clients yesterday. I think it's really, it starts with awareness right? It starts with you just kind of noticing like, hey, like I've picked up some beliefs from maybe my family of origin or whomever that maybe get to shift in order to have more of what I really want when it comes to money. So I think first and foremost, it's having that awareness. I love just kind of like the daily drip, drip, drip. And certainly I do that on my Instagram stories. I try to show up with like money shifting tips 
I also have a 21 day program. I had a realtor DM me yesterday and she's like, I know I have some like really bad habits when it comes to thinking about money. You know, what should I do? And I have a 21 day program called the money mind shift where it's like short five to seven minute. I mean, I call them meditations, but you don't have to have your eyes closed. You could listen to it in your car, walking your kids. It's just essentially like a shift with money each and every day to just start thinking about it differently. So that can be good. But if you're just listening to this podcast right now, I think the biggest thing that you can do is start shifting your self-concept to be a moneymaker. I love that. Right? You don't know, you don't have to know like how you're going to make money. You don't have to go get a job. That's not what I'm saying. But simply start seeing yourself as like either someone who can make money yourself and or if you already have an income and you have a career, start seeing yourself as someone who can make more money. Because oftentimes just that simple concept shift of seeing yourself as a moneymaker, that really makes like a huge, huge difference. Oh, I love that. It's so, I, I I would love to do your 21 money mindset because I, I think it is, it's like creating that new habit and that new relationship and being consistent with it. And again, your Instagram for anyone listening to follow you on Instagram and we'll post it in the show notes, but you are so good about even putting your own affirmations. You have the most beautiful garden and um, I love it. You have like just this seed, this tranquil scene, and then these really powerful affirmations about money. And it's, just, I'm like, oh my gosh. And it just, it just has that clean feeling for me, the way your energy is about it. And I think it's such a good stepping off point because Otherwise, like you said, there's your Susie Ormans and everything of how to manage your money. But I think what the first step is, is your relationship with the money, which is what you're handling, which is the really the bigger picture. And I mean, I can Google how to, what to do with my money or make one phone call and figure it out. But having that relationship, that clean relationship, then it's, there's going to be more money to Google how to figure it out. Exactly. And, you know, I, um, you know, I've, have been in like the top 1% of female earners for like a long time now. Like I have on paper made a lot of money, but I will tell you that it doesn't change. Now it's fun to make money and I love making money. I'm here for it. I'm the money maven. Let's do it. However, it really doesn't in any long-term way change how you feel, right? Like, unfortunately, when you get the 50K in the bank account or 100K or 200K just like sitting there or 20 million initially feels really like satisfying, but in a long-term way, it's not fulfilling um, and it doesn't ultimately change how you feel about yourself or your life um, unless you shift, right? Um, And I think there's this kind of false perception that, okay, like when I reach a certain amount of money or if it's like online coaches, if you're making, you know, 100K a month, you know, you're just not going to feel different um, is the truth than when you were making 5K a month unless like you do some inner work. And that's just, you know, my experience. I I think that's so true. I remember when I was working and it was commission-based. And I remember 
like exceeding, exceeding, exceeding my goal every month. And I, I would see the money in the bank account and I was like, yes. And then, but also stressed and kind of, you know, it obviously had some work to do. And then we had our first month where I didn't make up my goal. It wasn't my fault. It was, there was like delivery issues, but I felt the same, not hitting my goal and not making the same amount as I did when I made the money. And I was like, this is weird. Something's wrong here. And mm. I, I think that's really common, like you said, and I think that's so important to bring up because it, there's so much of this when, then, when we have this, then I'll feel better. And it's right now. It's like, you know, work on the, the mindset now. Mm-hmm. So no matter what the number is, it's, mm-hmm. it's all, I love that you, it's so. <laughs> and that's beyond money too. You know, I mean, that's. Yeah you know, when I get the, you know, my kid in first grade, like when they go to middle school, like when they graduate, when they go to college, it's like, we're kind of like constantly living in a future that never really arrives um, with the satisfaction that we're fully looking for. And I think that just starts like simply, whether it's with money or any aspect of your life, it's like, how can I really savor and appreciate and enjoy and amplify what's right right now? And that way you can increase your money and really enjoy it instead of like hustling and stressing and struggling. And ultimately that's what I feel so passionate about when I help like female entrepreneurs. It's like, yes, making more money, but in a way that truly feels good to you. Um, That involves you doing less, hustling less, stressing less um, and enjoying more because it, it really is possible you just kind of have to do um, the things that work really well to invite money and business into your life. I love that. And you also brought up something on one of your posts that I love that was about picture who you want to be in five years. Like what would that, and I, I, that's such a visual for me and also instant mind shift for me of kind of owning that power and since we were talking about when, then it's like, well, that could be in five years. And can you, can you touch on that a little bit? Because I thought it was so good. Yeah. I mean, ultimately if there's anything that I've like, I mean, I've learned a lot from Deepak Chopra and working with him for 17 years, he's amazing. And I will say probably the number one thing that I take away from my time, you know, working intimately with him, um, is that your intention, subtle intention or motivation for doing something in life is actually more important than the action you're taking. Um, And so when it comes to living, you know, creating your life in five years from now, it's kind of shifting away from that perspective, like, oh, whatever happens, happens. And it's kind of being more intentional, not just what you want it to look like, but really how you want your life to feel. So when you think about your life in five years, you might be able to conjure up some like images of like the things that you want. Um, And I love that. And that's so important. Um, And then kind of asking yourself, okay, if I had the vacation house by the beach and like the perfect body and like improved, uh, maybe passionate in my relationship, like how would I feel differently? And really paying attention to, okay, like when I have this five-year vision, how is it that I'm going to feel differently because ultimately you don't desire anything in your life if you didn't think it would make you feel better. Um, So really keying into, okay, the five-year vision with clarity, with intention, and then also determining how that would make you feel a little bit differently. 
And then how can you become her, the future five version, five-year version of you? How can you become her a little bit right now? for 30 seconds, for 60 seconds. So if you really have that super clear vision and you're like, okay, if I had X, Y, and Z, all of that, I'd probably feel like calmer, present. You know, I'd be like moving through my days a little bit slower. I'd feel a lot more confident. You know, I feel like so wonderful putting my clothes on. Um, I'd be, you know, enjoying my coffee and just chilling more. Okay, so how can you do that for 30 seconds, one minute today? And ultimately, that is how you become a match to that five-year version of you. And when you kind of become really intentional about not only the future, but also the present, it's just quantum mechanical science, it's more likely to happen. And I love that you bring up feelings because that is the basis of all of it. And I think that's where people get stuck because a lot of people are running away from those feelings. And they're like, oh, that, oh, hi, I see you, but I I don't know. I'm just going to do everything else. I'm going to like put my head down. And because it is such a shift of what, how we were raised, it's like our parents were, you work hard, you make as much as you do and you live a good life, you know? And so it is such a shift, but I love your story that you said your dad, which is so funny, by the way, I love it. (laughs) trying to get you in. I mean, I so appreciate that. And coming from that, and then here you are living this very abundant, and I mean abundant because you have a beautiful house, like adorable dogs and your guard. I mean, it's just very abundant and you're able to sit in that. And now you're helping people reach that, but coming from where you did, I think that is so good and hopeful for people to hear, because I think a lot of people can resonate with frugal parents or parents that, you know, they had to watch every dime and, or didn't, and and I laugh slash want to cry about how our kids of today, like, I mean, in high school, I learned how to write a check and barely balance a checkbook. And then we had like the stock market crash. That was Mm -hmm. it. And then now they're not teaching much. So it's kind of this thing that everyone's like, ah, there's this money. And now we have these plastic things that you can just buy things. And then hopefully, you know, here's how to, it's, it's a mess. It's a total mess. And I think it feeds into though, kind of like what I talk about, it's like, Money is not the physical thing. And that's more true than ever, right? And, you know, just ask anybody who tried to take a couple million dollars out of a bank last week. <laughs> it's not there. You know what I mean? It's um, it's a concept, right? It's energy. You know, however much money you have in your bank account, like it's probably not physically at the bank. Yeah. That's a tough lesson for some that we learned. It really is just energy and it's floating through the air literally from place to place at rapid speed you know especially with like you know things like bitcoin i mean it's like the concept of currency um is really changing and i think it's more flexible and like subject to change than ever but ultimately the most important part i believe is kind of how you see yourself in relationship to money now i do want to say that when you're in survival mode you know, like actual survival mode, meaning there is not enough money for like housing, food, and water, then I do believe the concepts of like work hard, sacrifice to have money and struggle to get it really do apply. 
right? And so oftentimes when you kind of like look at your history and those who you really inherited beliefs around money from, oftentimes at some point in that journey, there was actual survival mode there. That's really real. You know, that's not a a mindset. And I don't believe it's like a scarcity mindset. You know, it is like when you're actually struggling to survive um, and in a fight or flight mode in your in your biology and it is actual survival, then I think some of the things that I talk about don't necessarily apply. But the majority of people following me on Instagram are not in survival mode. Um, Even if they don't maybe have more than a couple hundred bucks in their checking account, they're still not struggling to eat and drink water. And so it's kind of like we're living as if we're in survival mode, right? right? With those same types of feelings, but there, there is no actual threat. Um, And so when we are safe, right, whether it's in our lives um, or with money, when we are actually by fact safe and not in a survival threat situation, then it's a matter of like, how can I shift my nervous system into like believing and trusting that? And then ultimately when we're out of fight or flight, um, different principles that can be more helpful um, really apply. But I do just want to mention, you know, that like, you know, struggling, sacrificing, working hard for money, those principles like do really fit, particularly like when you're in a survival situation. It's just ultimately at some point when you're not, you get to ask yourself like, hey, does that really apply to me? Do I want the results that come along with struggling, stressing, and working really hard? Is that where I'm at? Are those the results that I want? And oftentimes the answer um, is no. So you get to live a little different. Right. And I, I do believe that there are certain people with money that are in that survival mode, even when they have their fine money. Exactly. And it, and it's whether possible, very highly likely how they were raised and, you know, a couple of our parents from the depression and all this stuff, there's like that lack mentality. But I like also that you were saying on one of your posts that to not save for emergency, like you, you worded it really well. Can you cover that? Because I think that so coincides with this, of that survival mode and then how people look at money and then they're chunking away all this money to this, oh gosh, if the sky falls. Yes. And so I'm not saying don't save money, but when you're, when you have an emergency fund, um, it's like, you're literally like planning, preparing and saving for an emergency. So don't be surprised when you have one (laughs) and you have to use that money. So I'm just suggesting a gentle like rebrand of that account, which is like a, you know, fabulous Turks and Caicos trip 2029, you know, like have the money, put it away, but save for something fabulous instead of an emergency, you know, and that post kind of came from like someone I was following online, um, like a financial advisor who was saying like, yeah, I've been saving for five years. It's my health emergency account. Um, Every single day I contribute to it. I, she had this, of course, you know, huge health emergency. I mean, she was like literally thinking about it, planning, preparing and saving for it. Um, so what if that was just called, you know, the luxurious me 2030 account? It feels differently when you put money there and it might create a different result. Yes. And I wanted to point that out because it's another way how you just shift that energy to the more positive. I would have never thought about that before. It's not what you're doing. 
It's the intention and motivation in which you're doing it with that really matters in my opinion. Sorry to interrupt this incredible episode with Gabrielle Forleo. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you are notified when the second part is available next week. But in the meantime, please share this episode with anyone that you think would benefit. And also check out the show notes to connect with this amazing money maven. And the other thing that we've linked in the show notes for you is the link to Made for More. It's our live event that we'll be holding on June 13th. We cannot wait. We're going to be teaching a few really important things, how to help ensure our daily lives are changing from being in chaos to calm and getting to that space where we can actually think about what would be fun. Because we know so many women that are in a space where they know there's something more. They really just want to do something that lights them up. And we're here to help support that and help you hone in on that thing that you're interested in doing, whether it's changing up what your day-to-day looks like or starting a new fitness routine or making a career change. We're here to support you in taking those next steps. Because like Barbara always says, a path leads to a path. And we want you to wake up feeling energized and excited each day. And again, show up better for yourself as well as for your family. Doing that thing that lights you up is so important for that. So click on the link in the show notes, check it out and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again for joining us today. We know how many other things you could be doing and it means the world to us that you're here. We hope you always get something valuable from our podcast and that you feel supported. If you have a question for us about our content or anything else, please leave it in your review of this podcast, or you can send us an email or DM us on Instagram. We're here for you. So let us know what topics would be helpful and that you're interested in. You can join our membership by clicking on the link in the show notes. You are never alone in parenting, and we're here to support you at every stage. If you know anyone that would be inspired or supported by this podcast, please share it with them. We provide content every week, so please subscribe wherever you're listening from. If you leave a review, you'll have the opportunity to win a gift that we absolutely love. We're so excited about this giveaway. We only introduce brands to our community that align with our values, and Barbara and I both love the Now Tone Therapy System. This yoga for your mind is one of the most simple ways to relax, relieve stress and anxiety. The creators recommend listening twice a day for only three minutes to receive these benefits or to listen as often as you like. And if you buy them, there's a risk-free three-month trial period. What we like best about Now Tone Therapy System is that it's something everyone can make time for. My family likes to listen first thing in the morning and at the end of each day. It's the easiest and most relaxing path to mindfulness daily. We'll link to this amazing product in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us today and we'll see you next time.